0: In this is in the invasion Are you still on eBay Are
1: you still on eBay? I'm not still on eBay.
0: What's happening? Oh, look, it's Clem Kadiddlehopper, friend to all people. Oh,
1: look at that. See, Clem? I told you. Look at that. I had had to pull him off of the internet because he was just going down that rabbit hole since you sent him that nice, brand spanking new, smelling good book. Yeah, man. Are you kidding me, dude? I already started
0: building a board. Did you see the pictures? Yep yes I did I, I don't have I only have the I only have the uh the one piece of foam that, well actually that's not true I have some old boards that are like half complete and failures because they were just it's like I had an idea started building and got to a certain point and was like ah, I don't really like the way this looks so I just stopped so I do actually have some some extra foam but I need to pick up some more because I I really like um the way I've been building them lately where I build uh, four two-by-two two, uh, mm-hmm. boards. I really like that. Ron, Maybe what's happening, stranger? Modular.
1: Welcome. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, welcome in, Ron. Welcome in, invaders. Happy yes, Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday Thank you for joining Thursday. me and Mac. Um, and I find it funny that, so you got this this week, and last week we were talking about nostalgia. This totally fits in nostalgia. I mean, that's where this came from. And we're going right into this week, so it's just like a progression.
0: <laughs> Are you kidding? I'm not done with I'm not done with last week. Okay. So I had a uh, a buddy of mine who he doesn't run the convention anymore, but he used to run Siege of Augusta. Um, so, hey, Alder, what's happening? Morning, Alder. Coffee time, sir. With you, um, he used to run Siege of Augusta in Augusta, Georgia. He doesn't anymore. He's handed it off to somebody else. But he messaged me today, and he's like, "Do you have a flea market at Coastal Con?" I was like, "Yeah, we do. We do a flea market because we do. We haven't yeah. had a whole bunch of people there, but um, we've had a we've had a full table. Let's put it that way. Our, mm-hmm. The table has been full." And he says to me, "Okay, so for those of you who've been listening for a while, you may or may not catch this. I know you will, Eric." He says to me, "Yeah, because I wanted to bring some stuff down to Coastal Con next year." Because I have a whole bunch of man of war stuff. And I said, You mean?
1: Did he listen to <laughs> last week's show or something?
0: <laughs> I was like, You mean Games Workshop man war
1: stuff? Holy cow. He said,
0: Yeah, I got a bunch and a bunch of fleets. And I was like, Oh no. I oh, said, Okay. Boy. I said, Okay, get a price together because I'm going to save up my pennies so that when you come to Coastal Con, yeah. I'm gonna-
1: you got enough time to put those pennies I together. Do, I do.
0: I got lots of time. I can save all my hobby money. And uh yes, Clem, that is one hundred because Man of War, it's not cheap at all.
1: What's up, Tyler? Welcome in.
0: Yeah, man. And I was also uh, looking. I was looking at Battlefleet Gothic stuff too because I actually, well, I still have my box
1: set. For you that. just need just the models, right? Yeah,
0: and you can get. There's a bunch of stuff on Etsy.
1: Yeah, sort I think navigate. I've seen that. And I think I remember Clem talking about that on Etsy or on mm-hmm. many of the, you know, three D yeah. uh, websites that you can get the files and stuff. People have like reproduced them because
0: yeah. Well, the other thing they're I they're hard at, to find. The other thing I looked at too was a lot of um, I think a lot of the Drop Fleet Commander models would would yeah. work well, and they're considerably cheaper and more available than. Uh, Than the Battlefleet Gothic stuff would. We are doing well, Tyler. We hope you are too. Glad you could join us tonight. Um, But yeah, so that's what I've been working on. I got a lot done on the first board. I, I was not necessarily an enjoyable process doing each flagstone. On the board, yeah, I bet.
1: I bet you which, need like a, a big stamper or something for that part. Which is part.
0: why there's, which is why there's big crater holes. Because Mordheim's supposed to have crater holes anyway. That's
1: right. That's so right. So I was
0: like, mm, "Yeah, this big giant hole right here. This is there's no, there's no flagstones here. Mm. None.
1: You're so, probably happy about that. What's up, Spaz? Yeah.
0: Spaz, welcome, sir. It's our favorite Canuck.
1: Yeah, it's been a little bit of time. He's been busy.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Jeez. Like you don't have, you have to you have to prioritize. Spaz, got to do the things that are
1: important. Well, he did get a new puppy too. So
0: oh well, okay, I'll let you off the hook then. New puppy, new puppy's okay.
1: You, you and, should you should be able to relate to that right I can now. Relate
0: to that one. I can relate to that <laughs> with my new puppy. So. Anyway, what are we talking about there, you wild and crazy well, mailman?
1: Like I said, it's funny that last week we're talking about nostalgia and here you get one of your nostalgia wishes and we're going right into how do you get people to play it, right? So, we're going to talk about how you guys put a game group together. Um, you know, how basically do you have an under the roof group? Uh, do you have local store friends that, you know, you go to and play games with, or are they spread all over the globe and you only get to see them at cons? Um, yeah. now that's, that's the case for many of us here. I think that's how I know a lot of you guys here. Um, yeah, how
0: cool of a game day would that be?
1: Right? I'm telling you. Everybody
0: in this list in the same place. Yeah. We, we wouldn't, there's too many games though. We, we wouldn't play anything. Yeah. We'd just be spending the whole time deciding what we wanted to play.
1: Well, yeah, we just dad and just be talking about. Oh, this is cool. This is cool. Yeah. Um, Uh-oh, but
0: your, your face is frozen. Yeah, I froze computer. up here.
1: My computer is yeah. giving me some tro- trouble. That's because here. you have
0: nine hundred tabs open.
1: Probably. Um, at least,
0: at least you're not making. At least you weren't making a stupid face when it. Yeah, breaks.
1: I know. <laughs> 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 but uh, now, Mac, you just did this kind of uh, put put together a group for your old school Necromunda, Um right how did that kind of come into effect? What'd you do? What did you, whose arm well, did you twist?
0: <laughs> I kind of did the same thing that I'm doing with the Mordheim. Now to be fair, to be fair. Okay. Wait a minute. Alder's got it. We just play twisted. If we all get together. Yeah. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Um. Anyway. So I kind of did the same thing. So the first thing I did is I was looking at the um, old school Necromunda stuff because I, that was, that was probably my favorite game. I, I, it, it would be uh Necromunda man of war and Mordheim were the three back in the day. Those were the mm-hmm. ones that I really liked. And so I started looking at it. And I was like, well, I'm just going to build a board because I can use it for sci-fi stuff anyway. So I built the boards that I have, the ones that I posted in the coastal con group just today, because I set them up because we're playing a game Saturday night. Um, and when I did that, people were like, oh, what's that for? And I said, let me
1: tell you what you it's for. You enticed them, huh?
0: Right. And then now I was very encouraging. I went ahead and I made sure to send them the link to the yak which that's is right. the, that's the, the group of guys that put together a website to uh, perpetuate the disease of Necromunda and add stuff to it and collect everything. So they have a living rule book and everything. So they did that. So I sent everybody to that so that they could start looking at it. And then the next thing you know, I'm getting messages with pictures because people have bought. uh they, they did. We did buy. We all bought the new models, the new Necromunda models. Cheaper. Right. So I basically did the same thing with Mordheim to the same group of guys. So if you guys are watching, I'm sorry. Not really. But I basically did the same thing. So I and I was just tell, for all you guys out there, I was just telling Eric this before we started. Uh, one of my buddies, he asked me, so is Mordheim just Necromunda in fantasy? I said, yeah, basically it is. He goes, OK, cool. Next thing you know, he goes, yeah, I really like the Carnival of Chaos. So today when I got the book. I took a picture of the page for Carnival, Carnival of Chaos and I sent it to him. He responds back and says, I already made two war bands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you basically, basically mm-hmm. this is, and I think one of our talking points will touch into this. You basically put everything in front of them. You showed them the candy and yeah. enticed them. Uh, and it was enough to interest them.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of fanboy it for them. Okay. because Because... So I think that there's a lot of appeal. Well, let me, I don't want to jump ahead here on uh, what you have. Let me scan your notes here. So uh, I think, I think one of the big things for me when I want to draw somebody in is it's, it's the table. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I, if, if I say to you, Hey, come play this game with me and I have a couple of cereal boxes on the table. There's nothing wrong with that. You're sometimes gonna ask where's all the you milk, <laughs> right? But sometimes <laughs> that's all you have. But if you're trying to get someone into a game, I think you, I think you have. There has to be a visual appeal, and I think that's yeah. where game stores make it a little bit easier because most game stores are they're going to have a bunch of terrain that you can use. Yep. they're going to have tables set up. They're going to have mats so that you can get a of nice visual. Yep. So, and well. Uh,
1: Before we start jumping all over the place, um, no, Cracklin' Oat Brand. Yes, yes, Spaz, yes. Um, No, no, it's not. It's something full of sugar. What are you talking about? That's good stuff. We're going to jump right into one of our first talking points, and we're going to go basic. We're going to say built-in players at home. So we're going to talk about that and building your little gaming group. And that's kind of where a lot of people start at is, um, you know, either they don't, have any friends they don't have a store <laughs> why are you
0: looking at me dude i have uh, friends i just don't have a
1: store <laughs> so for a play group you know they have whoever you live with if you have kids this is a perfect example of your built-in adventurer party in yep. and i don't think he's here tonight but i'm looking at mr bob he's yep. got a ton of kids that you know he i'm always seeing him post pictures of D D like weekend. And that, that's fantastic. You don't have to, you know, basically you're the parent. They're the kids. You can be like, okay, we're playing this game.
0: (laughs) Yeah. My, my kids like to play too, but a lot of the times uh, my kids will set up a table and they'll make up their own game. That's fun too. I'm like, Oh no, you have to have some rules. It's not Calvin ball. So I, it's not Calvin ball, but they do, they set up, um, they set up games and play. Especially my twelve-year-old, he'll set stuff up. My teenager, he used to play. And after I think pretty much after he whipped all of the adults at Adepticon in Wild West Exodus, he quit playing. He was like, "All right, I'm I'm at He's the done. pinnacle. I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm the I can't I can't <laughs> overachieve this. I got my, uh, I got my got my Adepticon medal here. You know, I, there's nothing else. There's nothing else for me.
1: So, yeah, I think my son, same thing. That's that's the only. I think. I can see problem with the in-house gamer group is that eventually they do grow a little older and think they know everything and find new hobbies yeah. other than gaming with dad or mom. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the problems, but it's a start, right? And yeah. I think sometimes, and I've seen this with some of my friends, uh, local friend Spencer, his son, when he was younger, used to game with us, like on an adult level, um, And, you know, he went off to college and stuff, and now he's starting to come back to the group. Now he's almost done with college and play with us more right. uh, when we meet up at the cons and stuff like that. Well, so. you said
0: Xander was doing the same thing, too, that he started his own groups. And yeah. Clem, Clem says Nando peaked too soon. He did. He was 12, <laughs> man. He started playing 40K at 9, so I mean, he's pretty pretty smart and then he shows up at the depth con at 12 and he just beats everybody so
1: yeah and that that is one of the cool things about with the family is you introduce some of that and then they go off and kind of do their own thing or yeah. eventually also come back and they become part of your permanent gaming group then whether yeah. it's your home or a store or something like that
0: yeah my 28 um, year old nate is uh he's part of my gaming my gaming club
1: Yeah, your own personal gaming club. my
0: own personal gaming club.
1: They all meet in the basement, right? Yep. Because somebody doesn't have a store. But at least you got friends.
0: (laughs) I got friends. I don't have a store. But as you can see, Discover Games is not watching tonight. He must have known that I was going to really mention the fact that I do not have a store.
1: I need that Discover 2.
0: Discover 2. T-O-O. That's what I'm saying. That's what he needs to do.
1: All right. So that one was a shorter one. Uh, it's pretty basic, straightforward, how to build it. You just make them do it. Right. Um, so the next one is the store to hang out and meet friends or make new ones. Now, okay, this I'm, one I'm we got just gonna leave. I'm
0: just we gonna got leave some
1: feedback part. on this one because I did post a question in our discord. And I yep. think I did a little bit on Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Uh, but we had, uh, you know, things to do in a store that can suck them in. And I'm, I think I'm saying this right. Zalen on Discord. It's Ray. It's Ray. Okay. He, he had a bunch of good uh, comments on this. Um, you know, he brought together a group of coworkers from different projects and used it as both a networking and team building experience. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, he also said that he pulled together groups from local game stores based on similar interests. So he's kind of put the feelers out there like in your case Necromunda and you just kind of find out from those different yeah. stores and what that is it's like a common interest right um let's see what else did he say and he he said and I like this one he deliberately learned a game 40k so he could recruit a group to play other games relic blade now that i think is the best little sneak that's a, <laughs> yeah that's a little sneaky sneaky but hey it works i mean you. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's if you want to play a game, sometimes you got to learn the one that's the popular one because you'll easily find the game. Yeah. Um,
0: OK, we're going to need to address Clem on this one. What's he, he says, saying? Friends here? are overrated. They ask you to help them move. Friends are not <laughs> overrated, Clem. They hook you up with good stuff.
1: Yeah, That's right. That's right.
0: right. Come on now. That's what friends are for is taking care of each other uh ron too right here demo games best way to get people into a new game yep absolutely could not agree more it's why i do them at conventions um because i don't have a game store i've always said this if you're gonna you have to have a champion for a game if you have a game store
1: yeah and that's totally what i did with wild west exodus and our local and it was booming when you were doing that yeah and that's that's how i met big mike You know, I basically, and he commented on this, I, I went there and like you said, I set up a beautiful table to entice people to come over and say, Oh, what's this? And and I say, Oh, hi, I'm Eric. Do you play wild west Exodus? (laughs) Let
0: me show you how I brought two armies.
1: But yeah, if you do, uh, regular demos on a regular set day or time at a store or a con, like you're saying, um, you know, you can easily get people, um, you know, to get used to that schedule and having yeah. that dedicated day, uh, gets them to come back, you know, maybe they're coming to the store uh, regular enough yeah. that they see you there. For me, it was every Sunday I was doing, not every Sunday I did every other Sunday. Right. Um, so they got used to seeing me in there every other Sunday and eventually, yeah, I got some of them in. So, right.
0: Let's see. Uh, oh, that's a good point too, Clint being a game champion is, is exhausting if you slow down. The community crumbles. Yeah, I think, though, that's like any leadership principle. So when you do that, that your your main purpose, once you're being the champion for that game is to find the person that can equally champion the game. Yeah. And do the standard you know, leadership protocol kind where they watch, you, if- they watch you do it. They do it while you're watching them do it. And then they yeah. do it by themselves. You know what I mean? Because it is, it's, it's exhausting. Um, I used to do a Friday game night every Friday night and it can really get exhausting too. If you don't have a lot of people showing up, yeah. you know, because then it gets frustrating and exhausting. So there there's, there's quite, there's quite a bit to that. Um, so really what we just need to do is we just need, we need like Elon Musk, to just buy us a gaming island for everybody that's in this group, and gaming too, compound, yeah, and he could just pay for us to all move there and live there forever and, and play games.
1: I'm just telling I, you right now, I ain't bring, I ain't drinking the Kool Aid.
0: I'm not bringing Kool Aid. We'll have plenty of coffee though.
1: Yeah, that's but I'm right. I'm not
0: bringing any Kool Aid, but and it would just have the just games. Yes. So Elon, if you're listening, that's what we need because <laughs> I know you secretly watch us
1: because yeah. why? Not? patreon go visit us at patreon.com <laughs> yeah, slash All <laughs> <Land. laughs> <laughs> all right so our next little uh talking point is con friends so this one kind of applies to a lot of us here yeah. um you know your con friends you meet online for a certain game and you gather maybe only a few times a year uh but when you do gather it's like no time has passed i mean Right. Me and you, perfect example, yep. right there. You know, on yep. the old forums and Clem. I know you were part of those old forums and Spaz. With me and him, it was Monpoc Spaz. So drink
0: the Kool Aid through twisted straws.
1: Yes. Both wrong twisted.
0: <laughs> uh, it's okay, it's okay.
1: So yeah, I mean that's a great way to meet people, and then you become friends. You you know, it, it's our almost kind of a built-in group centered around a certain game. Yeah. So then when you do go gather at these cons, it's a lot easier to just get together and play either the game you guys love, or like I have a little group of us from the Monpoc days that we play all kinds of different games. Now I don't even think we play Monpoc anymore other than spaz. I think is the only one that plays it still.
0: Well, Um, I um I've done a much better job. These past couple conventions that I've been to, it's been hard for me to get to them lately, but um, normally I don't play anything except twisted because that's what I'm demoing. Um, but I did really good at the last coastal con. I played recon. I played Mercs. Mm-hmm. I played, um, what else did I play? That might be all I played,
1: <laughs> but I still think you did. played a couple. Yeah. And I mean, it's one of those things that it's like, you don't have a local scene for that particular game. Sometimes cons are great to get those group yep. of friends together and play a game. Um, off the bat, I can't think of uh well actually you know what? I can think of it just this past Adepticon. I only know one other person that plays Rain and Hell around here. So right. when I went to Adepticon, I got to play one of my buddies that came down for Adepticon. Right. Um so and that was cool. That was a good way to play a game that I just couldn't get to the table normally. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what other things we can do at specifically cons to Draw people in and build a gaming group, especially if you're uh, from the local area. Is you know, you could run events at the con to get people to play the game that you like. So, if they are local, all suddenly they're going to go to your local stores and look into it. So, it's kind of you kind of have to follow it up if you're running events or doing even just maybe playing in events there. If you take that momentum to the local stores too there's a good chance that those guys were at that con they saw it they're gonna go to that store and you know they probably bought a bunch of stuff maybe they bought everything that's in the line at the con and now they're ready to play it so and
0: and that's the whole purpose for me when i do demos is even if it's not somebody locally for me the games that i play regularly so there's a million different games that i love right but the reality is there's so many of them, you have to pare down the ones you like best to play. So mm-hmm. I have a handful of those that I like the best to play. And those are the ones that I go and I demo because the more people that play the game, even if they don't live near me, are going to show it to more people to play the game. We're going to show it to more people to play it's the like game. like
1: a virus just spreading. Right.
0: right. So <laughs> it's, like, it's like pandemic, right? We're playing pandemic. That's a Yeah, plan. there we go. Um, but so that that's my motivation behind it is... Just to get more people to play the game. The more people that play the game, especially since uh, with you and I, we do a lot of support for the independent game developers. Yeah. So that that's like a that's a double win for me when I go and do that because it's an indie game. So I'm I'm doing my little bit, my little part that I can to help an independent game developer. So
1: get um, seen okay. And get Okay, known. here they
0: are now. Okay, you've already you're late there, Alan. We've been talking a lot about.
1: He was talking smack about you.
0: I was not talking smack. I was talking about how we need Discover 2. Because Eric keeps talking about, go to your local game store. Use your local game store. Set up a game and support it at your local game store. And I'm over here bear. like, I don't have anything to talk about on this episode of Indian Invasion Shorts. Because <laughs> I don't have a game store. Only time, the only way, listen, this is how I get a game store in Buford. Are you ready? Okay. I had to start a convention. I, I was so going to say, you
1: put a sign on your your. Back door that goes to the basement. What? Yeah,
0: right. No, I had to start a convention so I could get a game store in town.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It worked. Oh man. Oh man. So um I don't
0: recommend everybody do that, but it worked for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he delivered. He says I deliver. That's that is true.
0: I, I do have one advantage probably over everybody in this group. The game store that I shop at will deliver to my door. And usually stay and play a game after the delivery.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So let's see. What other things can you do uh, to get a game group together? Um, I kind of touched on this. Hostages. Yeah. Bribe (laughs) bribe them, uh, blackmail them um no uh we mentioned this a little bit earlier is to learn a common popular game like magic or 40k because it's got lots of players if if you do get into that you're gonna find a game of that no matter where you go it's very mainstream but you do that then what you do is with that common starting point you can branch out from that with your group you know you you're you establish kind of a, a core group already well then you do the flippy flop on them and you, you say hey look at this let's try this you know one this game doesn't cost something.
0: as much you yeah. don't have to buy 700 models <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's try this new osprey game you know that was one of the things right. that popped in my, mind you know because your investment is this 20 dollar book 25 five dollar book you got a bunch of minis already so let's just try it um <laughs> so yeah i thought that was one thing
0: Spaz said, Stockholm Syndrome has proven to be much more effective when you play games with the guests.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, I'm having some guests over really soon.
1: There you go. That's what they're called, guests. Yes. Um, you, just
0: have to, you just have to be like, I'll, I'll roll for you. I'll, I'll roll for you <laughs> because your hands are tied to the chair. I'll roll for you.
1: Oh, Clem like the You don't have to buy models. Yeah, yeah. you don't
0: have have
1: to use what you got that's why we like a lot of these independent games right the agnostic stuff i mean we're using board game minis because why not
0: because yeah and there's so many of them right now the market's flooded with them ron makes a good point too your local library um they'll let you in to do anything and do like a quarterly game he said they do a quarterly game day at theirs and as as computer dependent as the world has become If you go to the library, you'll be surprised how many people you still see at the library. Um, You can get get a fair amount of people to show up. So go to your local library.
1: Let's see. And um, one of the other last points I got is uh, it helps to get all the stuff. And we mentioned this. Helps to get all the stuff so it's easier to talk people into trying it. You know, there's no big investment on their part and that's kind of what a demo wait a is
0: wait a minute did you just justify to this group did you just give everyone in this group an excuse Maybe. to go buy
1: everything <laughs> so i deserve, a, group, not not I deserve a ding group,
0: <laughs> not that this group needed that sort of encouragement
1: <laughs> but, but
0: yeah i think i think that's what you just did oh dear
1: yeah, I thought about that after I put that in the notes. I was like, ooh, I might be telling people it's okay.
0: <laughs> you, you just did. I, You absolutely did.
1: Well, hey, if you you want to champion the game and you want to get people into it so you can play the game more, sometimes you have to.
0: Alder's right. Your name tonight is Mr. Freeze because this is what you look like.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with my computer tonight, guys. Um. I don't know if we got some rolling storms in the area or what, but it has been raining. I'm not really frozen.
0: Bit. I'm just copying Eric.
1: Oh, okay. I get, I'm get. i just glad that when I'm freezing it, like you said, it's not some goofy face or something. Oh, look at there. that. It sped up <laughs> and caught up. It's so, aliens, yeah. Ron says. Yeah, it's aliens. aliens. It is aliens. The little yeah, guy you know up here what? in the I, corner. I did,
0: I did not put my... Um tinfoil on my head before we started so that's <laughs> your what pyramid the,
1: that, your tinfoil yeah, pyramid that's
0: what that's what the problem is and, you know i can get a good fit too you know because i don't have any hair so he just goes on there real good
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so you got any other ideas about putting together a gaming group i think we covered generally yeah, kind of all think, of them
0: i think one of the things that really helps and this is where sometimes you have to be creative and i think Uh, Ron had a great idea there too, that they, that they do the library is a space. Yeah. Because so we, like I said, we don't have a game store here. So what makes it hard to get people to regularly commit is unless someone is your friend outside of gaming, you know, just a buddy. Well, somebody like you have a lot of luck with
1: the church, right?
0: Right, right. I can use my church building, but then you go back to like Clem was saying, you get that burnout. Burnout. Because I have to be there every Friday. I'm the guy with the key.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. I
0: have to be there. I mean, I kick people out when I'm ready to go, but you also don't want to, you don't want to foster this idea of, well, you know, we only have until nine o'clock because Mac likes to go to bed early. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you don't want to foster that. And it, and it gets, you get worn out, especially when two people show up. And then one person shows up and yeah. you've hauled a bunch of games down there. So a location, re, a, a, an established location really does help a lot. And with the library, it's something you don't have to be responsible for. You don't have to open it. You don't have to close it. You just got to show up with your stuff. So, you know, look into finding those kind of places. We have a board gra- board game group in town that goes to, we have this new place. It's an axe throwing Slash. Oh,
1: that's cool. Yeah.
0: So they have so they have tables for food. Well, they go and they play board games there. And, you know, that's that's a that's a good relationship to establish with a a food establishment because everybody's going to be eating. So they're spending money. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's some bars and cafe type places that'll have like maybe one night during the week. You know, they have a space that you could, you know, open up to people that want to come and just do that. Bring board games, whatever, and try them out.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that's to me in my mind anyway. For being someone that doesn't have a store, that perspective is the place makes all the difference. Yeah, yeah, I think. Well, now, now we're doing this one.
1: Yeah, I was I was getting close. You look like you're deep in thought.
0: <laughs> oh wait, hold on. Wait, I got to get the whole thing. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! All right, Mister Freeze. I think think, that's it. See the thing.
0: Oh, now you're skipping. Golly, those aliens! You need to go put your tinfoil on your head.
1: Yeah, probably squirrels chewing on the cords.
0: Squirrels, squirrels, squirrels. All right, I think that's it. Who's taking us out? That's it.
1: All right, Alder. We'll catch you next time. And I think that's it. Yes, sir. We're gonna All
0: right. I'll go ahead and take us out because Eric is now frozen and not speaking. So I'll go ahead and take us out tonight. See you later, Ron. All right, guys. Thanks for joining you us for another night me? of Indian Invasion Shorts. Yeah, we can, well, no, we didn't hear you for a minute there, so I got it. Uh, thank you okay. for joining us for another episode of Indian Invasion Shorts. Don't forget to uh, check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all those places, and all of your podcast services. We've got Pushing 300 episodes on Podbean. Go over, check it out, and follow us. If there is a click, like, follow button anywhere, go smash that button. Um, Also, you can check us out on the Discord channel. Go over, check out the Discord channel. Cool stuff going on over there. We also have a Patreon you can check out if you would like. But more important than anything else is the awesome and amazing and super cool RedBubble.com. Go check it out. You can get your shirts, hats, hoodies, all those cool things from Indie Invasion. So, Guys, while you're trying to suck all your friends in, best of luck finding a location and best of luck finding some folks to play with you. And when you find them, remember to prepare yourself for the invasion.